right, riddle me this, Kev. What's one of the first upgrades you should do to your vehicle? What is it? What do you go for? Well, you might think power, but ultimately, from a smart and safe perspective, definitely the brakes. Yeah, no doubt. Upgraded braking systems can really transform a vehicle's performance and honestly give you better peace of mind behind the wheel in any situation. You know, from the track to off-road trails, even the morning commute, every single vehicle deserves performance brakes at an affordable price. And no matter what your vehicle or driving style, PowerStop has complete brake upgrade kits for you. So head to PowerStop.com, fill in your vehicle's information into their easy-to-use brake finder to be matched with complete kits and components that are low-dust, noise-free, and feature upgraded stopping power. That's right. You could join the thousands of other drivers that have already transformed their vehicle into a stopping powerhouse today with PowerStop. PowerStop.com, brake upgrades made easy. It is the Two Guys Garage Podcast. He is Kevin Bird. I am Willie B. And congratulations, Kevin. We made it to 200, brother. 200 yes. pounds? You call me fat? What, what's going on here, man? Oh, no, this is our 200th podcast. 200. Wow. Man. man, that's huge. Congratulations to us. All right. Yeah. All right, background. Woo! Clap, clap, man, clap. My eighth grade math teacher could see me now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I so dude. A, I never thought we'd get to two hundred. That itself is pretty cool. That is a huge milestone, man. Two hundred podcasts. And if I think back at all the different guests that we've had on, right? I mean, because what are we doing? We're in the car world. We're in the car scene. And I think we have covered in that two hundred episodes so far, and still driving forward at mad speed. So much territory. So many different topics. So many different guests. Uh, man, we, we've really colored in our, our coloring book, right? All the different topics we've had from, you know, all the performance topics, you know, that's what we love, uh, all the fabrication topics, the builders, you know, top builders, like, you know, the ring brothers, Troy Chapanier from rad rides, you know, Troy lad, Brian Fuller. We've had TV folks on there from TV shows that, you know, everybody sees out there every weekend on, you know, motor trend and others we've had welding we've had racers on we've we've covered yeah. the gambit i think on on the automotive scene yeah and i hope we've been able to do it in a way that you know the ordinary joe out there listening could be like he picks up something learns something maybe laughs uh you know cracks a joke with us has a smile with us uh but definitely thanks to everybody that you know subscribes to it downloads it listens to it we definitely appreciate it man to get to 200 is saying something it's it's very interesting in our world because, you know, like like Kev said, we're car guys, you know. Um, whether that comes through on the TV show, uh, who knows, but in real life, man, I'm sitting in the garage right now and right beside me, there's a big black Corvette right behind me, 454, four-speed, old school, right? I got several Dodge Chargers in here because Mopars are my jam. Uh, but, you know, everything's big block, high horsepower, you know, got some modern muscle, got a red eye back over there in the corner. A lot of dirt bikes, motorcycles, big trucks. You know, we, you know, I, you're the same way. This is no joke, you guys. Kevin has to buy houses in Detroit to store all of his cars. <laughs> Honestly, God, he's got to buy separate homes just for the garage space. Yeah, and motorcycles <laughs> and other toys and boats and campers. Yeah. And too many fun <laughs> things to do, you know? Come on. But I think everybody's at least mentally in that same space. Anybody that's listening right now is thinking, man. That's a good idea. 
I should get another house somewhere just to rent it out so I can have more garage space to put more stuff in. But this is coming from a guy who lives on a compound. I mean, if you've ever seen Willie or heard Willie B's compound over here, how many square feet of just shop garage space on your property, like just in your backyard? Uh, you know, I've got, I've got about 35 to 40 cars under cover meaning under a roof. I got two big shops, basically. Um, one of the shops is, is used to be an old indie shop. Um, the, it was a car guy that, that had this space, and I never thought I'd fill this up, and I did. And so I built another shop on top of the hill, and, and you know I call it my project barn, but that's where most vehicles that aren't a muscle car live. Um, so, yeah, man, it's, uh, it's always cool coming in and trying to decide what you want to work on and, and have fun with, but... Like you, man, I uh, I like tinkering on them, and, and most importantly, I like driving them. I like <laughs> getting out and, uh, and you know, knocking down eighth-mile, quarter-mile stuff, long-mile stuff, road course stuff, autocross stuff, racing dirt bikes, street bikes. I kind of I like it all, man. So when we find people on the podcast that, you know, have something to share with you guys, hopefully you guys enjoy it as well. Uh, we're going to dive in. When we come back, man, I'll tell you what, we got to take a break. Think about some of your best ones. Think about who... Who was the craziest or weirdest or most interesting or most uninteresting person we've talked to? <laughs> uh, who are some home runs, some highlights? Um, let's throw out a list of episode numbers. We'll be right back. It's the Two Guys Garage Podcast on number 200 with Kevin Bird and Willie B. It is the Two Guys Garage Podcast. He is Kevin Bird. I am Willie B. Fired up today because it's number 200. Yeah, 200 podcast in the can. Um, and I'm, you know, I'm looking back at some of these podcasts, some of the names, some of the people. I got to tell you, man, there's some great friends, great memories, some um, real, um, real hilarious moments when I, when I think about some of these names that pop up. Uh, and, you know, just a, an in-depth look at the industry, where it's going, where it's been, and who's coming around to bend next. Yeah, it's been a, it's been a wild ride for us uh, on the podcast because, you know, we've been doing the TV show we were just talking and adding it up earlier. I think we just knocked out for me my 14th season uh, of Two Guys Man. Garage, and I think you're at you've got to be at 11 because I think you're right God, behind you me. Old man, I didn't know you were so old. Man, <sighs> I know. Well, and Ooh. then you know, for for both of us, we've been uh, in our own industries and doing things and, and moving and shaking for so long. So if I go way back to overhauling uh, and a couple other shows in between, I mean, that's that's pushing on 20 years. So. A lot of these folks that we've had on the podcast, I would consider friends, you know, and that's oh, been just awesome to have kind of, you know, whenever you're bench racing, who are you typically bench racing with? Your friends, you know, you're talking shop, you're talking cars, right? You're dreaming out loud, uh, you know, you're razzing each other, you're sharing with each other. Uh, and that's been great. But, you know, what's also been cool is there's a lot of folks that we've met, you know, on the podcast, you know, we meet some people on the show, the TV show sometimes, but you know, we got a whole nother crew of people on the podcast, and, and sometimes it's been just a real honor, a real pleasure to meet some of these folks. It's it's funny. I, I kind of reckon, remember when you were in school, man? So my dad got me into hot rodding and, and you know, cars because he had a fast car. I used to go watch him race. First memory ever was just on a racetrack, watching my dad race his 57 Chevy. So when you're in school, even when you're a little kid, 
for me and my friends, it was always like, well, my dad's in has got a, you know, the infamous three-quarter-inch race cam. Whoo, three-quarter-inch race cam. We didn't know what that was. That thing doesn't even exist. We got three-quarter-inch race cam. You ought to hear it. It's the fastest car in the world, you know? Cheerleaders jumping off the top bleacher to tackle you. You know, you say three-quarter-inch race cam? Um, it, it's funny, man, because here we are in our adult life, right, in the evolution of us, that same kid, you know, talk about my, my daddy's 57 Chevy, outrun your daddy's Chevelle, um, stuff like that, you know, and, and getting into, you know, all the racing we saw as kids or whatever was our big interest. I know, you know, you had a Gen 3 Camaro, bro, that uh, I feel like anybody that drove that car should have had a lower credit score than you have, um, but you, you pushed it around with pride, uh, and, and you had a, you know, a little thing in your town when Kevin Bird came through in his Gen 3 Camaro, watch out. <laughs> Uh, it's it's funny that here we are as adults, and we're kind of doing the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that is very very true. Now, if you think back, uh, you know, on all these podcasts, uh, what's one that pops in your head? Uh, just one that's just memorable for whatever reason. Just this is a wild card, so memorable for any any particular reason, whether it's the person, the topic, the time period. Here's what I tell you: number one sixty six, the podcast we did with my brother. Because growing up with an identical twin, you're so competitive right out of the shoot. You're competing for mom's attention, and you're you're just competing in a in an environment that most people don't endure. But it's it's a serious heads up competition from the time you're born. And me and my brother have always had this car thing that's kept us, you know, really really tight. We've always competed in that. Um, but watching my brother. You know, he was always a computer guy. I was much more outgoing, a little more outspoken than he was uh, growing up. So watching my brother segue from a, you know, he was more the computer guy in school. Um, some people called it nerd. I called it a computer guy because he was always, you know, seemingly making some money on that computer thing. Um, but he springboarded that into a, a dyno tuning shop and he, he ended up, you know, doing really, really great in all these, um, you know, tuning schools and his, his business, his tuning business is taking off. He's, he's doing some, you know, some stuff from, you know, from work down the road with Holly, uh, some consulting with those guys. He's gotten into Mopar certifications now, and he's really doing great. So I think that podcast, just from that aspect, being really proud of my brother, cause he's always been proud of me in the car world. Um, that was kind of cool. That was unique because he he's earned some stripes and, and, and the kids got moves, man. I'll give it to him. He's uh, he's he he's been on this in this world three minutes longer than I have. Uh, but <laughs> he's uh, he's he's earned a couple stripes. Yeah, that was a fun one because, you know, I've known you for so long now and, you know, we are rubbing elbows uh, on the show. You know, anytime we get hang time, we're, we're hanging as well. Uh, so to meet your twin brother, you know, at least through the podcast, uh, and to just feel the dynamic between you guys, uh, from, you know, how you guys would try to outdo each other, you know, with cars and racing from yeah. very young ages. And here you are, you know, umpteen years later, I'm not going to mention any numbers, umpteen years later, you guys are still, you know, essentially competitive and battling it out. You guys have been oh, bench racing <laughs> yeah. each other for decades, <laughs> Uh, I was and literally talking to him yesterday about I got three thousand horsepower coming at you, punk. What's next? Exactly, because <laughs> exactly. my race cars get finished up. <laughs> so there's competition, yeah. but there's brotherly love. And uh, for anybody who's interested in catching that podcast, uh, Willie B and Brother Billy, um, 
like you said, 166. So he's got Warlock tuning and Dino services. So if you're anywhere in Kentucky, uh, I think Willie downplayed his brother a little bit. Uh, this guy is a genius with software, with computers. Unbelievable. Uh, and being a car guy his whole life and you know, as a career, we all have day jobs typically that aren't necessarily in cars, but his day job carried him you know, to the top of his field. But you know, he just couldn't let go of the car scene. And like I said, he cashed in everything. He's building up a whole dyno tuning uh, little empire there in the Kentucky area. Like yeah. I said, he's working with all the top tuners, uh, HP, et cetera. So uh, that was a neat one uh, just to, you know, really kind of see the insides of the two of you and where did Willie really come from? And I could tell there's a lot of influence between you two guys. You hey, know? it was cool to see how much he's grown in that world, bro, because on the old carburetor, he used to always come to me for carburetor problems and stuff. Fuel injection happened and, you know, computers took over. And he's done computers ever since he was in high school. So for him, that world was very, he was very lucrative and very efficient in writing code and, and you know, talking to computer talk. And now that that's married uh, into the car tuning, it's just a natural progression for him to be in. And really, you know, he definitely outpaced me in that regard. He could tune cars like you would not believe now. And, man, he nails it. He's gotten us out of some a couple of binds, several of my friends, and he's just kicking ass. So I'm happy for him there. Um, there was another one I, I, I really liked um, – and it was a recent one. It was with uh, your buddy, Terry Fair. It was all about ABS. If you guys want a crazy, informative podcast, check out podcast number 179. It's, it's everything in and around uh, ABS. And you would be stunned. You'd be shocked to, to, to understand how important ABS is to knocking down lap times and really becoming the fastest car you can be out on the track. Yeah, and, and when he says ABS, think about it in terms of uh, not just being a nerd and knowing how your new car works, uh, but being a hot rodder and thinking, man, I wish I had ABS on my hot rod. Terry really broke down uh, what vehicle ABS systems you could go snatch from the salvage yard, from, from you know, whatever, internet and, and eBay, and stitch together a system in your car, your hot rod, that now has that technology, because... Really, there's only you know essentially one other solution out there that's multiple, multiple, multiple thousands of dollars. It's race only, uh, just not the thing you want to do. But to be able to you know snatch up these you know salvage type parts and knowing which which ones to do, which ones to avoid, uh, man, he really gave us the inside scoop. And I tell you what, Terry Fair was kind of on my list for uh, highly unexpected. Well, I wouldn't say unexpected. Uh, that's a tough one because I've known Terry for a long time and he does awesome stuff. I, I followed him, you know, on various forums on the internet. Uh, he is a builder of some of the baddest machines on the planet. He's really road race oriented, definitely knows everything about racing. And, you know, some of the blending of streetcars has great lineup of stuff. And we've had him on several times. So scroll through and look for Terry Fair because uh, he is always bringing some serious yeah. technical knowledge, and, and we're going to have to get him back on again, because he's always got great topics and really good uh, depth to him. You know, we're really learning. I'm learning a lot from Terry. I got a lot of his stuff, like his camera plates and a few other things on my LSWAT BMW, like I'm sure you do as well. He makes yeah. some wicked good products. Uh, and when it comes to road racing and really getting that car around the course efficiently, I don't know that there's a better resource than that guy, because every time we have him on, he's... Dude, he's. I'm taking notes. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I gotta, I gotta jot that down. 
Uh, he's that good. What What about a, a couple of your highlights uh, right off the top of your head? You got any that really stick out? Well, on that same line of, of just like pleasant surprises and, and wow, tapping into the vein, um, Ricky over at Cleveland Power and Performance. What an incredible resource, I think, for oh, the yeah. hot rodder, right? So uh, Rick, Rick over there inherited essentially or bought out his dad's salvage yard. You know, that just had random salvage stuff, but he had the idea, he had the vision of focusing purely on on the modern muscle stuff. So if you want a GT500 dropout powertrain, GT350, if you want any of the Hemis, you know, he's even broken into the GTRs, Corvettes, LSs, uh, but you don't want to just go pick parts. Those guys have figured out each and every one of those systems because uh, now they're getting really complicated. You've got the engine controller. It's talking to the transmission. It needs to know that the steering column's there. you got a fuel system, fuel pump back in the back. Uh, so they figure out all the things that they can unplug before the system goes haywire and throws codes. Puts it all together for you on a pallet. They know it inside and out. So you can build yourself right from a salvage yard, let's say powertrain system, and know exactly the components that you need to make it all work flawlessly. No error, no... No mill lights, none of that stuff. Uh, and they have it just sitting for you, ready to deliver. And I thought that was a huge, uh, you know, a huge give to the performance, you know, crowd out there. Yeah, man. I've used that guy so many times. So, you know, I had the house fire. Um, I had a car that was in a house fire insurance. Basically, I had a couple cars that, that were in my garage at my house when the house, you know, the western part of the house burned down. One with the insurance money from the both of them gave me enough money to restore one of them with my CTSV. And the other one, I used him as a great resource to, you know, get a bunch of body panels and trunks and, and you know, um, all kinds of interior pieces and plastic moldings from, from Camaros. And then most recently, you know, uh, you know, for my foundation, I, I run a foundation. I give cars to needy families, um, which has been a big part of, you know, my last 20 years out here in Colorado, um, I, I recently found a Denver police officer who had a 72 Chevelle. He was restoring with his kid, got in the early stages of that restoration, found out he was, you know, stage four cancer, incurable lung cancer, and he, he needed to spend time fighting that and doing anything but restoring a car. So I took the car from him, you know, and just said, look, I'm going to bring this car back to you. It's probably going to take me a year, but I'm going to get this thing done for you. So I did paint, body, um, and I used Rick to get an LS3 out of a 2014 Camaro. And you guys, when he says he sends it on a pallet, understand, I opted for the trunnion upgrade, a camshaft upgrade, um, a, a halfway decent tune thrown on a car, uh, and things like that. When I got that crate, I peeled it apart. I put all my, my fluids in it and I put a battery on it, turned the key, and that thing fired up. <laughs> like it's, it's sitting there running, hitting licks. So we whittled down the wiring harness because he sent me everything, sent me the steering column. So we whittled everything down, and he even sent the, uh, the, the factory shifter steering column. Like, it is everything you need, and what an amazing resource something like that is for people that are now transferring that, that modern drivetrain into some of these older cars and platforms so they live again because I'm telling you, nothing beats – old styling with modern drivetrains. There's nothing better. It truly is. It's an eye, you know, everybody's eyes are on it. Everybody's, you know, wants to talk about it. Um, trust me, if you get an old car with a new drivetrain in it, 
a lot of people are going to want questions answered about that compared to a you know a Nissan Rogue. So uh, well, I, cool I had to go down and take the drive for myself. So I, I went down to Cleveland Power Performance. Uh, so the episodes, I think there's number 85 and 141. Uh, but I went down to go pick up a torque tube for a C6 Vet. Uh, and he's actually looking for um, you know a front and rear chassis from a C6 Vet for me to graft into another hot rod. But I went down and looked, and he's got just racks. You think most salvage yards is just random stuff everywhere. Yeah. His racks are stacked with SRT seats, you know, Brembo brakes, all the killer components that you would want to build the most awesome stuff with. You know, stripped down, like I said, GT500s, Hellcats, you name it. That's the goodies he's got, every bit of it. Uh, just row after row of only the good stuff, man. It's just candy, candy, candy. He's a damn good wheel of high horsepower and modern drivetrains, man. He's He's got all <laughs> the answers. Uh, that's Cleveland Power and Performance. Make sure you guys check out his podcast. Find him online. That's great stuff. Hey, we got to take a break right now, but was there a podcast that surprised you? One that was like, wow, this is a little bit of a, a shock. Or is there one that, you know, maybe you learned something? And who do you think our biggest star is? I, I, I know that hands down. There's one person that we had on who I got to tell you, this person has more followers and she's a bigger influencer and she lives in our world. I don't think there's anybody bigger, cooler, uh, or, you know, in this case, more badass than the person we had on. And uh, I'll tell you who that is right after the break. You might be guessing the same person I am, buddy. Uh, but we'll talk about it next. It's the Two Guys Garage Podcast. He's Kevin Bird. I'm Willie Bean. We're back after the break. It is the Two Guys Garage Podcast number 200. <laughs> uh, this, and you know what? I, honestly, guys, if, if you were to be in the room with us when this idea and concept first came about. So some of you may or may not know, um, Kevin's regular 9 to 5 job is he works high up in the ranks of Ford uh, doing high fives and personal handshakes. Um, that, you know, we know nothing about, but have secret doorways and passageways open for you. Me, on the other hand, I do a, a rock radio show. Um, I've been a morning show of a radio station here uh, in Denver since 2000, was on the nights uh, on the same radio station before that. So my regular, you know, nine to five, if you would have it, is, you know, being a morning show radio host and one that survived a couple decades in the same market, that's pretty that's pretty unique in its own right. Um, I do a show on Saturdays on the weekends at this radio station, and it's just devoted to hot rods and what's going on in my community of Denver, Colorado, when it comes to cars and racing and all that stuff. And for the longest time, I would have Kevin on, and I wanted to take the show nationally. And I got with, you know, I got with Kevin. And I was like, hey, man, would you, would you be interested in doing this? Would you, you know, something you might want to, you know, look Say, at? Hell yeah. <laughs> Talk about cars. Bring on cool people, learn stuff, <laughs> share stuff. Heck yeah. Yeah. And then we got our bosses, you know, at our production company who do our TV show, Brenton Involved, and uh, a good friend, Bob, who's our executive producer on this podcast, got him plugged in the equation. And really through a lot of conversations, emails, and, and back and forth, we launched this thing at SEMA several years back. And make sure you check out Joey Logano. He's, um, I believe it's our second podcast. He was in the Factory 5 booth. Um, and we just stumbled upon him, and next thing you know, it's cool car, car guys talking cool car things. Um, and it's definitely, 
you know, you never know who you're going to run into and what's kind of shaped the the route of the podcast through through these last few years. That that was pre-pandemic, man. Well, how cool was it at SEMA? Because there's essentially all our counterparts, you know, our, our buddies, all the people we'd like to be buddies with, all the people that we adore and, you know, people that blow our minds, building cool stuff, bringing cool stuff to the market. And here we are with our, our card of, of microphones and headphones, just whipping through the aisles, checking out a cool car over here, talking to a cool person over here, yeah. getting it all in recording, and uh, really just kickstarting. It was just a great, fun kickstart to this event. And like you said, you know, once the pandemic hit, uh, you know, all standing around, you know, a foot away from each other with microphones uh, bellowing into them, it's probably not the best idea. So thank goodness for the technology. We can connect from all over the world. Uh, we can go anywhere. And, uh, you know, with, with Zoom, we got our own recording devices. You know, we can record anywhere and, and talk to anyone. It's been kind of a neat little journey to collect uh, a lot of these little sweet uh, podcasts and conversations. Now, speaking of those conversations, one celebrity type person who lives in our ooh, world, ooh, ooh, who ooh. breaks the mold, who every person that's listening right now to this podcast would love to befriend, uh, have come knock on their door, give them a personal text message right now. Uh, I don't think any of them would be upset if this individual sent them a high message or a, hey, meet me here or come watch this. Uh, they'd be there in a heartbeat. Who am I talking about? Leah. <laughs> Leah Pruitt, uh, <laughs> she's been a long-time friend of mine. She, she's been racing for Mopar for a long time, and I first met Leah you know, at the Mile High Nationals here and interviewed her for my radio show, and we hit it off, so it was just natural to bring her on the podcast and have some fun talking shot with her. And now she's married to Tony Stewart. He's broke off and doing their own thing in the NHRA deal. There's you know, a different camp besides you know the whole Hendrix team. It's really cool to see them. Man, they are putting it down, dude. They're kicking ass, taking names. I love to see it. Yeah, that's a power couple if there ever was one. And man, what what a what a fun what a fun girl. And in every way. I mean, uh, you know, on the side we were talking, you know, wakeboarding, wake surfing. I mean, she's into everything. Everything so cool and wakeboard fun. you, I think. Maybe quite possibly. I mean, yeah. She is she moved to Lake Havasu just so she could wakeboard nonstop all the time. So they're definitely into it. She was getting Tony out on doing it the other day. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Which was great. Nice. Yeah, man. I that's something I gotta try. You guys you understand Kevin Bird's a water bug. I, I don't live near near any body of water where you could do anything like that. So yeah, man, Kevin, he's he's been threatening a good time, uh, take me out wakeboarding. I've never done it, but I I plan it. I do a lot of snowboarding, but no wakeboarding yet. We'll get you out, man. We'll get you out for sure. Yeah, <laughs> Leah Pru was an awesome one to have on. Um, and, and great to feel the dynamic between you two guys. Uh, you've known each other for so long. Uh, and, and me to just tap in with with all the things you mentioned, all the things that she's into. Right, or all the things that we're into, and then we just kept digging, and there's more and more. Yeah. And man, you're into this, and you can do that. It was like, wow, this is just a cool person overall, um, and just a great, great vibe, great attitude. So you got to check her out. Uh, and and you mentioned Joey Logano. Uh, he was a great one too, man. A lot of fun talking about building hot rods. He's got a NASCAR yeah. engine in his factory five truck, I think it was. Uh, just doing the nastiest, craziest burnouts, uh, true car guy in his professional career, uh, and a true car guy just on the streets. I would say you know? true car guy in his professional career, 
bigger personal car guy in his own private life like that dude couldn't wait to get out to the drift event and drift his truck he was like can i go yet can i go yet i i want to go drift the truck i want to go drift the truck like talking to him he loves just motor around oh hot rod uh or something fast he loves it like that guy lives for it it's really cool uh definitely to see um any others that that are a big standout for you yeah i mean on that fun factor right we're in the fun factor von getting jr you know, okay, the yeah. fun haver. I mean, come on, we can't not put him on the list. You know, I mean, that's a guy Absolutely. that's out there just wheeling it too, right? I mean, everybody knows all the drifting, all the things that he's doing, uh, just front and center on the internet. I mean, it's hard to do, hard to do any kind of navigating on the internet and car space without running into some of the fun things that he's doing. You know, hanging tires off of cliffs. Uh, <laughs> you know, I mean, he's just really pushing the limit. Uh, so that was another neat one to have on there as well. Uh, so that's, uh, I think, 56, Drifting with Von Gittin Jr. So uh, cool one there if you guys want to, you know, tap into some of those uh, sort of fun havers. You know, we'll put them in the yeah, fun yeah. havers category. I, I would put number 187. So it's it's Drifting but not not on asphalt, more on dirt. Uh, 187 is called two-wheeling on dirt. And it takes a look at a little something different, but something uh, that Bird's been getting into lately, which is really cool. It's been a big part of my life, motocross. Uh, and, you know, our, our buddy that we had on that day, that was all about, you know, how do you, how do you navigate, you know, any sort of track, trail, um, terrain on your, on your dirt bike. And, boy, has that has that hobby is that sport whatever you want to call it really blown up um, of late so that's another as far as just fun uh and kind of enthusiast type podcast something you gotta check out number 187 two wheeling on dirt i thought that was that was a good one for sure yeah that that, that falls in the fun haver definitely category yeah right you know if we switch gears a little bit you know there's a few you know iconic folks out there um you know it's, the, the folks that we've kind of grown up on, the ones we looked up to, you know, like, wow, those guys are just banging it out there, man. I wish I wish I knew what those guys knew. I wish I could do the things that those guys have done. Uh, and we've had a few of them on that uh, I've really just appreciated, you know, A, that they've given us the time of day, uh, but really just the insights and the conversations. Uh, one of them that kind of jumps out uh, that was so good, we got through a whole podcast and we turned right around and did a second one with them. Uh, Gail Banks, right? He is kind of one of those icons of diesel engines. He's he's kind of gone out there and broken every record uh, in diesel. He's pushed the boundaries in diesel. He really showed the world what diesel performance looked like. You know, not just a big dumb truck engine, a tow engine, but just going out there, land speed records, you name it. Gail Banks has kind of been on the forefront, uh, and you know he's getting he's getting up there in age. So. It's one of those that's like, wow, I really would like to have that engagement with someone like that, you know, before you don't get the chance again. And we got two back-to-backs yeah. uh, with Gail that was just super cool. I think they're like 50 or something, right? Somewhere in that ballpark, if I remember right. And I, I, I do remember that. It, how This is how, how you know you're big in the industry, right? How many people had a Banks Turbo sticker on their F-250 <laughs> but never had a Banks Turbo, right? Everybody had the scary stickers. But a lot of people, you know, never had the turbo. That's when you know you made it in the industry, when people just want to emulate you, regardless if they have your part on or not. Yeah, Gail, Gail Banks on the record, part one and two. Uh, if you go on our two guys' website, it's 87 and 88. Okay, um, 87 and 88. Yeah, and it was just, nice, you know, man. it was just a great, 
kind of historical moment, you know, one of the folks that you look up to. And, and there's another one that comes to mind too, that we've had on several times. Uh, and, and he's right, right down the street from me, Ken Lingenfelter, just another one of those iconic names, iconic brands. Uh, I've got to know him, you know, really well over the years. Uh, I'd call him, call him a buddy, uh, get to connect at car shows, but he comes on our podcast, uh, with the latest updates and insights. He's got his car collection. It's one of the, one of the best I've ever seen, uh, that he, 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 he kind of shows for charity. So he does a lot of great things in the community up here in, in Detroit. And it's always great to have him on. Uh, he's on several times. One that comes to mind recently, 196. So he was really close to hitting that 200 number with us, but we've had him on, yeah. uh, multiple times and, and we'll keep bringing him back because he's got so much, uh, just great things to share in the car world. No doubt. And I know we're almost out of time, but one other series I would recommend. There's a section of podcasts. We kicked this podcast off years ago at SEMA. SEMA is unlike anything you could ever imagine. It is the world series of automotive type shows uh, and stages for, for builders to show off their, their cars. Um, Let I me know guess. Kevin has had Let a me car guess. there. Number uh, five? Number five? Number five? What's five? Uh, Drag Week. Oh, Drag Week? No, no. I was oh. talking the Road to SEMA series. Oh, that yeah. We did a whole series. Yeah. There's a bunch of them. There's there's a lot of people, you know, the whole Road to SEMA. I believe it starts somewhere in the 140s range, 140, 141, 2, 3. But I did a Road to SEMA. We talked to the Ring Brothers. We talked to Bogey. We talked to, you know, Fuller. We talked to a lot of people. That Road to SEMA series was just a really cool grouping of podcasts that highlights the pressure, the stress, um, and the world that, you know, you and I both have, have gone through getting cars, builds, and, you know, setups ready for SEMA. It's, it's something unlike any, anything you'll ever go through as far as just pressure and being oh, in a pressure it's cooker. It's the biggest it's, stage in the world. It's the big screen. Yeah. It's the big screen of automotive uh, events, you know, and, and the competition there. Oh, the names, yeah. the people, the, 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 the rides that they bring. Uh, and, and, yeah, for you or myself to essentially solo build – uh, and roll something in with, all, like you said, all the challenges, the timing, the number of layers of details, all the things that are oh. fighting you, uh, the late nights, and, and you know, essentially solo or maybe grabbing a buddy with some pizza and a beer uh, to yeah. come over and help you bolt some parts on. Uh, but yeah, to 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 hear it from you know our counterparts that are doing it, you know, typically year after year. Uh, and slogging through and and the the no sleep for six weeks beforehand and just being flat on your feet, um, yeah, that was fun to, to to you know hear from the pros what their experiences are like and a lot of them were very similar to ours you know and cool to you know get the inside scoop on what they're building and what they're bringing. Amen to that. And I'll tell you, regardless of how big the name is, everybody building for SEMA feels that pressure, um, and especially in the years that. You know, this particular podcast series went because you had outside pressures weighing down that weren't normally there, uh, adding to the pressure uh, and, you know, the frustration for a lot of people. So it's a really kind of cool series to plug into and one that, you know, after one, two, three, four podcasts of hearing what people are going through, it's amazing that the majority of them made it. Some of them couldn't, but the majority of people we talked to made it and uh, were there. Well, I tell you guys, we really appreciate you coming along on the ride with us. Uh, it's been a blast and we can't wait to just keep, 
you know, pounding to 300, 400, and who knows what. Uh, and you guys are coming along with us. Uh, whether you like it or not, you just keep tuning in, and, and we're going to carry this thing, and we're going to have fun together. Uh, and if you want to yeah, hear man. anything about, you know, the top racers out there, the top builders out there, the top manufacturers out there, you name it, the top folks, uh, the coolest, the most fun, the most experienced, the ones with the most things to share, we're going to have them on here continuously. So just keep rolling with us. It's going to be a blast. And I'm hoping, you know, as we hit number 200, we've got 200 more. So thanks for your time. Um, uh, definitely for uh, for signing up and for uh, downloading it. We love it and sure appreciate it. Uh, and don't forget about our show. It airs weekends on the Motor Trend Network. Check your local listings. Episodes also now streaming on Motor Trend Plus, which is a great way to find us. Um, thanks to our guest, him and me. <laughs> um, oh, you're uh, welcome. Scoop, executive producer, Bob Ecker. <laughs> and don't forget to check out our website. We've got lots of great content on twoguysgarage.com. Uh, share your thoughts with us. We're on social everywhere, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, at Two Guys Garage. And this podcast, Two Guys Garage podcast, is copyrighted 2022, Brenton Productions Incorporated, all rights reserved. I tell you what, man, Perfect. I could go another like three, four, ten podcasts just talking about the last 200 because we've hit some yeah. great topics. Uh, I'm super excited to hit another, another couple hundred. You know what we need to do sometime soon? Future projects, boss. I got a couple on the horizon oh, yeah. looking pretty pretty tight. Mm-hmm. Yep. I'm, Something to discuss. <laughs> I'm on a slow roll. I'm brewing. One of these days, I'm going to hit the go button hard and, and, and just start thrashing. So, yeah, we got lots to talk about. All right, guys. I uh, hope you enjoyed it. hope you enjoyed the 200 so far. We got lots more coming at you. We will catch you on the next Two Guys Garage podcast. Two Guys Garage podcast is a production of Britain Productions. For more episodes, visit iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.